at uh, E3 this year? Yeah. Yeah, no, there was an E3. Saw the Microsoft conference and the Capcom conference and the Nintendo uh... conference and the Take-Two conference and the PC conference and the Devolver conference. And the... <laughs> Destroy All Children is a website just for you If playing with video games is what you like to do Or riding your brain with comics and first run movies too We've got a great selection of news and reviews So search us out on the web, you just won't get enough Of all our digital madness and other fancy stuff We'll also make you laugh until your tummy's feeling buff Destroy All Children you should go there now. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Destroy All Children. I'm Larry Davis. This is George Brendel. I'm not doing the regular intro. I don't care. I don't care if I live or die. None of this matters. The you one thing okay, every but... year is E3. Yeah. yeah it's we constant. used to have it. We used to be like. You know, the rest of this year might suck, but at least we'll get, at the very least, some funny moments. You know? Yeah. Even if there's I, nothing there were, you really yeah. care about, you'd get, like, some, there like, you funny moments. see what the bottom of an Avatar shoe looks like, bam. Nothing this yeah. year. Yeah, a girl trying to play a uh, Kinect game with a tiger, or, you know, Star Wars game on the Kinect. Anything Kinect-related would have been great this well, year yeah. if we didn't get any of that, uh... It's weird. Are they like just not supporting that anymore? I don't think so. Well, no, because they took it out of the box no. with the Xbox One. Okay. Well, no, there were a few funny moments on this E3. Did you the... not like the uh, Capcom lady talking to absolutely no one? I didn't just watch that the Capcom weird fucking. Thing. Oh God! They did this thing that I've seen done before. It's a shot that I really, really hate. Where instead of just having the presenter speak right to the camera, they kind of do it at like a two-thirds angle, so they're just like talking to nobody. Yeah. And then like the camera keeps moving too. That's like so that's like TV getting dollied around. It is. It's terrible. I just hate like, it. And they did that during like, the whole Capcom conference. Yeah, like Carson Daly or something would do that. Like talk to the camera and it cuts to the three quarters view and sort of moves around. Yeah. Like look at the um the Jim and Derek sketches, I suppose, would be a good way that, to see like a version yes. of that. That is exactly how the Capcom conference was presented was Weird. Jim and Derek. Yeah, it was bizarre. Uh and I got. I mean, the other funny thing of we, we should probably talk about it because we both played the demo. Uh, chaos. Yeah, there's a lot of chaos. Uh, yeah. we're, we're here to kill chaos. Uh, chaos control. Yeah, Garland is chaos now. Please don't, you know, call him by the proper name. Is he, he am become chaos? <laughs> That's right. That's what he uh, says. This game fucking sucks. I liked it. That's my what? Oh, it's fucking <laughs> trash. No, it's, no, it's weightless. Not. It has like. This is to me. This must be what Biomutant feels like because it has like no, no fucking impact at all. This. It just feels so floaty and just like I'm completely disjointed from the character that I'm playing. It felt like 
garbage. I did not enjoy it like one bit. Also, I'm assuming you put it into performance mode, not resolution, correct? Yeah, why would you ever play a game like this in the non-frame rate mode? Okay, here's here was my thought process behind this is I wanted to see what it was going to look like at like its maximum graphic capabilities and on PlayStation 5 games so far it at least will run the game at like a locked 30 frames a second and then I could bounce out of it I could take a look at performance later not so uh this game fucking chugs in resolution mode it turns into a slideshow constantly it is unplayably bad I mean the frame rate not... mode it chugs pretty often yeah, I was going to say, I, fl- I flipped it into that and it still chugs. This is the most atrocious performing game I've played on the PlayStation 5 so yeah. far. It's um, well, it's a demo, to be fair. It's not done. It can yeah, get like fixed it's, up. It's not going like, to be out for still, like a year. The thing is, yeah, though... It's still really rough. What I would say about this is, to keep in mind, again, this is not going to be out for quite a while. Unlike a lot of games which will release a demo like a week before and claim it's a beta... Like, this is an actual yeah. beta, and this is the same thing Koei Tecmo did with Neo. And, yeah. like, the Neo demo had a lot of similar problems, and they fixed a lot of stuff in it. And so, I have faith that they will do the same for this. Because there's a lot of it's, stuff in here I really like. Um, it still, though, just does not imprint a good first impression to me. Already not really liking the way that the game feels to then have the performance be what it is. Well, so sure. my opinion coming out the other end of it is still worse than it necessarily could have been. It took me a few tries um, to kill the final boss, mostly because in the second form he does that yeah. ice thing that just fills the entire screen and makes everything a slideshow. Oh, if you're not prepared for it, that first move, that fire move that he uses, that's unblockable. Yeah, will wipe you the fuck out. Like you probably are going to get nuked by it the first time, and then you'll know to dodge immediately when he goes into the second phase. But it kind of feels like a cheap shot, and like his mm. tracking is worse than a Souls game. <laughs> I saw this dude doing like improbable curves across the arena to get at me. Yeah, yeah. Like there's just stuff about that boss that just did not feel like it was my fault. I also, like, get rid of the fucking AI companions. They're even more brain-dead mm-hmm. in this than they were in Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, like, like, I understand why they don't want them to, like, attack the character you're attacking because then it might, like, make you miss or something. But they need to be doing something. They're yeah, basically they, they just they there for the large groups of enemies to distract some of them. They they rarely pull aggro when I need them to, and they don't seem to have any sort of like support spells. So I'm not even yeah. getting like healed up by them at all. Like so, so that so on Garland, like there's plenty of times where I need to pull back and I need to heal. These guys are doing nothing to pull Garland to them mm-hmm. so I can do that, and they're not healing me, so I'm kind of just like fucked. So my I had like basically no issues with the game until the boss fight, like in terms of dying. Uh I did die in that room with the bombs and all the grass, which can get caught on fire, which is cool. I like having that sort of environmental interaction in a yeah. game like this. But um, at first, so the MP system is bizarre and hard to understand. Um, but when I finally figured it out, what I was doing was I was trying to build MP. Well, at first I forgot about that, like, the parry move you do because you don't need to do it for the rest of the demo and once i did yeah. that i was like able to get through the first form basically without taking any damage which was kind of cool um it's not too dissimilar from sekiro's parry i guess except 
this is a better game than Sekiro even now. So I was trying to build up MP by doing that and then switch to the mage and use magic on him in the second form, except the problem is in the second form he moves so fast and mostly ignores yeah, your allies, there's, so there's no time to charge or cast it, or anything. I barely felt there was time to do any charge or casting on his first form, to be honest. Basically just when he does the sword power-up thing is kind of were the you, only time. Were you still playing as like the uh, swordsman during that boss fight, or did you switch to like Lancer? I never use Lancer because you get that so okay. late that I didn't that, understand what the point of it was. That might have also been my problem, because I switched over to Lancer, because Lancer felt like it dished more damage, but it moved more slow. Hmm. And so I thought, I like, oh, this is probably better for, like, breaking guards, because, like, I'm laying on way more. Like, you can also wind up an attack with the Lancer yeah. and then throw it, and that, like, staggers enemies very seriously. I so thought I it would have that been that the opposite, the that was like faster but did less damage No, it definitely feels like slower to me, but did deals more damage Did you get any of the advanced classes? No, I just got Lancer, Mage, and uh, I, Swordsman? Yeah Fighter? What, whatever Swordsman Starting one How did you, okay Because you get, um, I don't know You get XP even if you're not using that particular class apparently But I yeah. got um, Warrior and Black Mage And apparently you can progress Lancer to Dragoon mm. I guess you can restart Like with your save data I might try that, might see how Lancer is but Well I won't because I deleted it <laughs> And then hid it from my library Because <laughs> yeah. I was so disgusted with that game Just fucking done with it I goofed around in it For maybe 30 minutes and was like Crisis plays like trash And then just bounced off I didn't even beat Garland Negative I about everything him. That's right. Very famously, I hate all video games. Yeah. Very pessimistic. I mean, the uh, the foliage doesn't move when you move through it in this. That, that's why Koei Tecmo will that's always garbage. be a B developer. Terrible. When Jack is in the cold, his ball should visibly hug up against his body. That's, that's what right. I expect from AAA games. Yeah. <sighs> Danny anyway, keeps insisting I this Chaos. is an isekai, and uh, no. I, I don't. I don't see it. It's funny because that's always the thing he goes to about like I don't like the look of this game. It seems like an isekai, and I'm like, man, there's way more stuff to not like about Final Fantasy and Fantasy Origins, other than this weird like preconceived notion that you are is it is not it just, from Final Fantasy times? Is it just because he looks like Paul Walker and is wearing kind of a regular shirt at first? I guess I even like pointed out to him, you get rid of that shirt immediately. Like yeah. the first chest has a dumb fantasy shirt in it. Yep. So, I mean. You still look like Paul Walker, but at least you look like dumbass fantasy Paul Walker, and that's like a lot better than just regular Paul Walker. I disagree. I would like it better <laughs> if he just looked like Fast and Furious Paul Walker, just Brian Mod out here game. socking Garland in the head. Change Ash's character model to Dom. Mod mm. the game on PC. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Lovely. Change all the chocobos to mustangs. What's that line Drive Vin around. Diesel does where he like slurs it so bad you can't even tell what he's saying? Oh, I don't. So, something don't about know. his father is like. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go find that. I remember everything about my father. Um. But oh, uh, whatever. Larry's into Final Fantasy Origins. I don't like it. Moving on. <laughs> that's right. Uh, George not into it, but uh, I'm for it. So. Uh, what else did okay? Next order of business, Metroid mm. Dread. What do you think? 
No, no, I'm dreading Metroid Dread. How do you like that one? <laughs> Put it on the back of the box. That trailer came up, and it said Metroid 5, and I was like, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. And then it showed cutscenes from the game, and I was like, oh, boy. Hey, how do you like this uh, 3DS game that they gave the Star Fox 2 treatment to? Uh-huh. Uh, however, like actually, the gameplay in it looks fine. Like that looks fun. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's just yeah. those cuts. Like the graphics are so bad that yeah, they so, are. So so we talked about this a while back, I think, where the thing was that this game was supposedly done for a long time, and they were just holding on to it for whatever reason. Sh- sure, seems okay. like that's the case. Yeah, that they were waiting the for a year. They were waiting for a year where they were like, oh, shit's dire. We need to put something out. <laughs> we have uh, nothing dust else. Dust off that Metroid game. Yeah. Mar- Mario Party All-Stars. We got that. Oh, yeah. No, that's great. Game of skill. Yeah, game of skill. There's um, a, Look, have you watched the first episode of uh, no. Season 6 Part 2? Oh, God. There's Wait, Season 6 Part 2? Oh, no. Of The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Well, I just finished Part okay. 1. This isn't ruining anything, really. It, Bobby's playing a game of uh, Monopoly with Tony, and everyone's getting drunk, and he has this part where he's like, no, that's cheating. This is a game of skill. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Reichert. <laughs> I've been sitting on it. I don't know, maybe that should be the podcast thumbnail for this week. Uh, but, yeah, new Mario Party. Fucking Christ, that... Well, there's a lot of games that Nintendo though, show that I'm not going to play. To their credit, if you're doing a new Mario Party, just yeah. using the stuff from the old ones that people like, that's the right call. The Super Mario yeah. Party was like, who wanted that? I don't it was know. terrible. I didn't even watch the Mario Party trailer. That's it's, how disinterested I it's am also, in Mario Party. It's very funny because they make a big point of saying it has online play. Oh boy! Because the last one did not. Until yeah, you like know, I two bet the, years later, <laughs> the Nintendo online play. The thing that when I play Mario Party, the thing that always runs through my mind is, what if I could enjoy these mini games with shitty netcode? Oh yeah. Like yeah, like what if you know it's a I have a partner. We got to spin this analog stick around in a very specific timing pattern, and you know, what if it was lagging fucking constantly? So, that seems like that'd be fun. Actually, I will say there was one funny moment from E3, and somehow it was from the Smash presentation. Uh, mm. So first you have Kazuya throwing guys off of cliffs, and that's good. Uh, yeah. him, him just dumping Mario into a volcano. Of course. Great. However, the best part is after that when Sakurai comes up, and he's like, that's right, Kazuya from Tekken is going to be in uh, Super Smash Brothers." Does it feel like Tekken? No, no, it's still Smash. <laughs> he says it. He says it like that. At least that's how the translator says it, and it's so good. It's like, is it like an actual fighting game? No, sorry, it's still Smash. Perfectly encapsulating my feelings every time they announce a fighting game character for Smash Brothers. Yeah, exactly. I just look at it and go like, oh, I should play the game that character comes from. Yeah, and not this. Mm-hmm. Here's oh, Terry Bogart. He's in good Harry games. Harry Bogart? Oh, wow. Maybe I should dust off Street Fighter 2, play that a little bit. Yeah. I'm get get some KOF in. I'm putting anything into my Switch, for that matter. But, 
Uh, yeah, Metroid uh, Dread is... So, I didn't watch... We tried to do a recording for the Nintendo Direct, and things went horribly wrong. It's mostly yeah. my fault. Big shock. Surprising well, everybody with this. Also, but I was so disinterested it... in Nintendo that I didn't really want to watch the conference without doing a recording for it, so I immediately just shut my computer off and went to bed. Yeah, which was so the right call. So when I caught up later... <laughs> evidently... I got up later, I, I briefly checked Twitter, saw people were screaming about Metroid, and so I thought, like, oh, maybe they actually did the thing where, again, recording failed, but on it we had kind of speculated that Nintendo Direct would either save E3 by having absolutely everything everyone has ever wanted from Nintendo for the past, like, three years. Which was the long or shot. Or it would be, but yeah. we thought there or was it would a also very be a slim bummer. chance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it turns out slightly in the middle, like some of the things that people wanted were in this. Most of the things it's people like... wanted was not. Uh, you finally got a Breath of the Wild 2 release date or no, like release window, I yeah. guess, 2022. Yeah. You got a new Metroid. It wasn't the Metroid that everyone has like been wanting, which is Prime 4. They didn't even announce a Metroid trilogy still, so I'm pretty sure that's either canceled or it was just never a thing and it got erroneously reported so, on. So the thing is here, like almost everything good is like a monkey's paw situation where it's like you yeah. wanted a new 2D Zelda or a 2D Metroid, here it is. Uh, also, it looks like a 3DS game. You wanted a new Advance Wars? Well, here's a remake of the first two. Also, the character portraits are this really bad, like, yeah. mobile game-style flash animation. Hey, you wanted weird. a No More Heroes 3? Uh... And then every finger on the monkey's <laughs> paw curls at once. It curls into a fist and then punches you in the balls, because how dare <laughs> you have thought No More Heroes 3 would be good after Travis strikes again. You idiot. Holy shit. This is like the most disappointing worst thing that I've seen this entire E3. And let me tell you, this entire E3 is predicated on disappointment. Hey, maybe there's like, a reason this wasn't in the actual conference also. It was just like relegated to the treehouse stream after it. No shit? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like we I don't think we've ever brought this up on the podcast, but it's something that we've mentioned to each other a few times in private, which is after Travis strikes again. The, our faith in Suda has been shaken, and that the quality of No More Heroes Three is suspect. Yes, but we still like generally were hopeful that No More Heroes Three would be a good game because you and I we like the first two games quite a bit. Yeah, I like this Suda's games worse. in general quite a bit. Yeah, this looks worse than Travis Strikes Again. Like by every possible measure, it looks like it mm. runs like shit. It runs like Deadly Premonition Two. Yeah, it looks like Deadly Just, Premonition too. Uh huh. It's like it running at three sixty p. That's right. It, it looks worse than a Wii game. I yeah. had originally I had tweeted a thing that was like, oh, I think aesthetically they were trying to make this look like the Wii games. I was corrected on this. I was told to go look up pictures of the Wii games. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it looks way worse. Yeah, it does. than those. Uh, the Switch like, port of the, the is, original No More Heroes actually looks pretty good. Like it's it's fairly yeah. sharp. Like those cell shaded graphics, they hold up very well. This is like running at 360p at best. Mm -hmm. It has like no anti-aliasing whatsoever, so everything's jagged. Uh, there's like really no shadows being cast on pretty much any object in it's, the game. It's all and the super frame rate blurry is bad. too. Yeah, it's got that eco yeah. thing of like being jaggy and blurry at the same time, which is very good. 
They gave Suda $20 and told him to make a game. <laughs> you this can is play what with get. the cat, though. You can play with the cat. It doesn't do anything. You can play with the cat. You can play can with you the, cat. the cat. You can play Twitter with the cat. Twitter is a static. You can play the cat. You can play with the cat. You can throw a ball the cat. It, it bounces the ball. Larry, come back to reality, please. Larry, I need you to. We you have to do a podcast. And it, Larry, it goes bing, and it bounces the ball away, and then Larry, you have to look at the rest of the game. I'm going to smack you, you, Larry. And you have to go into the open world where it runs at four frames per second, and then you get in the open world, and the person presenting it is like, "Let's not show this part right now. We're going to load it to a different part of the game." Yeah, he caught it running at like four frames a second. It was just like, "Uh, we need to open the map and fast travel somewhere else." Suda, and what so, are like, you doing? <laughs> Suda! Because so I'm a masochist, I decided to check the YouTube comments on that. And oh. it's, of course, a deluge of people going like, oh, this looks so janky and shitty. It's perfect! This is exactly what they're going for. It's a stylistic <sighs> choice. Nintendo fans are brainwashed. That's the exact the... same thing they did with Deadly ah. Premonition, though. And the thing is, Deadly yes. Premonition did not run like that. The first one, no, yeah, that, like it, it, it I was mean, a weird, it janky game, but it, it yeah. ran smoothly. But it was a weird, janky game for a budgetary reason. Yeah. And if you're doing a sequel for it, you can, you should still aim to do better. Is the thing? Yes. Like the elements of Deadly Premonition I liked are not necessarily tied strictly to the fact that that game was a weird, janky budget title. It was that mm. it had a very specific style and a quirkiness to it that you can absolutely carry over into a sequel that plays better than the original did. Yeah. And like what like No More Heroes 3, like I like the way that the other No More Heroes games play, and I don't doubt that at least like the gameplay mechanically is still good in No More so, Heroes 3. The problem is if it runs like complete dog shit and it looks like dog shit, I don't want to play it. So I um I did skip ahead in the stream. I saw a boss fight. And mm. it actually there were interesting things happening in the boss fight like it was based around polarities and so like run on these switches to change your polarity if you're the same as the boss you can like push him into walls and things and it's like this mm. okay this seems all right it's it didn't run too badly but it was also just like basically a small room in a void so that it yeah. explains that but i was looking at this and just thinking I might look into some Switch emulators when this comes out. Um, because <laughs> yeah. if the actual game part is good, it just runs like absolute garbage, then there might be a way to kind of brute force that. I don't know. Possibly, yeah. I, I just... I don't know. I, I went from kind of expecting, like, okay, well, I still have a Switch because there's SMT5, there's No More Heroes 3, and mm. there's Bayonetta 3 coming out. <laughs> now, at the end of this conference, I'm looking forward to exactly one game on the Nintendo Switch, because I'm not going to bother with No More Heroes 3 if it looks and runs like that. And Bayonetta 3 did not show up at all, and no one's mentioned it. I'm pretty sure that thing is just canceled yep. at this point. Uh, that's what I uh, think. And even, and even if it's not, I really worry about what the state of that game is because this also falls into the same sort of broad category here of Japanese developed games by directors who have a very quirky, unique style that otherwise wouldn't have been able to get made unless they were funded by Nintendo. And so far, it's yeah. 0 for 2 on the quality of those games. Like, Deadly Premonition 2 is unplayable. No More Heroes 3 looks like it is going to be unplayable. Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2 had all those anything. water levels kind of ruin the game. How how dare you? 
<laughs> you dress up as Princess Peach and see all of Bayonetta's ass. Well, it's a perfect game. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I, I would really wonder if Bayonetta three exists, what it even looks like at this point. Like development on it has definitely been long in the tooth. What was even the, same the last way no thing More Heroes three has platinum made? Because Scalebound got canceled. Yeah. I'm not sure everything's going great over there at Platinum. Yeah. That might be why Bayonetta 3 is not coming out. But, yeah, I don't know. It, it not having any kind of a mention this E3 was not necessarily shocking to me. But I do think that it has been long enough now where it hasn't been mentioned. And I'm pretty sure it's just dead. Um, you know, again, same with the Metroid Prime trilogy thing that got rumored. The fact that that is not mentioned yet again. That, pretty sure that's just okay. dead. The, I, I'm going to say... I will give it until the end of this year because that might be something where they kind of just do a direct Maybe. basically the same thing they did with the Mario thing where they do a yeah. direct it's like oh it's out in a month limited okay. time I'll go with you on that but if it's not out this year not happening yeah I'll go with you on that I I, I do think it is a case that it's something they weren't on COVID happened and then they had to like cut some things and that was a very easy call for them to say hey we don't need to put this out yeah because to Nintendo's credit, for the most part, they usually don't announce games way before they come out. And so, yeah, but yeah like, well, like let me Metroid's tell you out about Heroes 3. <laughs> Have you heard about this game, Metroid Prime 4? Let's what? talk some more about Bayonetta 3. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing that they've Breath kind of, of started to... Too. Hey, yeah, I was about to mention Breath of the Wild 2. It's a thing that they've started to engage in more... At the yeah. same time with their games like dropping off in quality, so Nintendo is starting to get a bad case of like modern development brain. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, the the other thing I wanted to mention about No More Heroes 3 before we move on. I, like, I had said there are well, a lot of people who are insistent that's the style. The other well, half of that, the ones who are cautiously optimistic, are saying, like, well, there's still time for them to like patch this up before release. It's not a final build. It's out in two months. Yeah. What are they going to fix? Yeah. Like okay, the frame rate's a little bit better, but it's still stylistically rotten. Mm -hmm. You can't fix that in two months. Also, um, what I would say about the announcing ahead of release thing is that all the ones that are like way out there are the big ones, and so that wouldn't yeah. really apply to like a just a remaster trilogy thing. Like all sure. the stuff they announced that I'm excited for from this. Oh, so WarioWare. WarioWare looks pretty good. Oh yeah. Um, yeah yeah. But um, that and Advance Wars and Metroid are all out in like four months, so that's yeah. nice. So yeah, like a lot of uh, I mean, Dread. I'm still like kind of interested in. Like it's a it's a 2D Metroid. I've gone back. I've played all those. We've yet to talk about them, but I like them. Yeah, me too. I'm interested in playing another 2D Metroid. I'm not so sure that like. Again, I just I badly want to make this break from the Switch and just sell it all because I know that it. if I if I but SMT five Larry, we need to talk about it now because this is the sole reason I'm holding on to a Switch. Emulators I'm trying to figure out exist. I tried asking Dylan about that and he did not answer me. Well, <laughs> so, okay, I need to do some research in my own time. But I think uh, it's SM... very easy because it's just an Android tablet, probably. Uh, I know that the the version of the Switch that I have is very easily jailbroken for that matter, and you could just load Android onto it. So 
Well, if you didn't update the firmware, but I think you did. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I haven't turned that thing on really in like almost two years. So Mm. that firmware might be rolled back to a point where it's feasible. I would just need to find the charger and plug it in and find out. Okay. (laughs) Wherever the fuck that is, I don't know. I need to find it eventually. Shimigami Tensei 5. This looks really good, Larry. Yeah. Does. It it runs it runs well. It looks real pretty. It looks fun to play. It is amazing to me that games like No More Heroes Three run like dog shit compared to this. Yeah, the, I actually de- thought like the demon like, models and stuff look pretty good. Yeah, I actually thought like I was a little worried about SMT 5s performance, even though it's an RPG, because I know that like Atlas would probably put a lot of polish into it graphically, but like it's running very smooth. Um, this version of smt like you now see the demons just in the world you do the persona thing where you run up and you whack them to get like attack priority so that stuff's kind of neat uh i like that they're finally making good on some of the stuff they wanted to do with nocturne which was in the distance you would see like giant demons fighting and stuff like that and on playstation 2 hardware they were just not capable of doing that uh and so now in in this one they have like that golem that is just massive (laughs) you run up initiate a fight with it and find out that it's like 40 levels over you cool yeah very cool uh the ui just seems like they ripped it from that fire emblem Uh smt crossover game yep which is weird it is it i it's slowly growing on me like my initial impression of the game was i don't like how the protagonist looks and i don't like the ui I like the protagonist. Uh, more I've kind of watched it, it's, it's weird it's, to it's me that you on, don't actually, because to me it just looks like sort of what a lady version of the Demi Fiend would look like. My issue, I guess, is I really want except them no to shorts. Kind of... Yeah, my issue, I guess, is kind of that I wanted them to go a little bit further back than Nocturne for the protagonist design and just give me some weird dude with like an arm computer and a VR helmet. That would be cool. I wanted that again. Yeah. I like that. I like that style of SMT protagonist. Uh, but it's slowly gl- growing on me. I don't, is it actually like a lady? Because yeah. I thought that it was just the dude, but he has long hair. No, no I think it's a lady. I think she's I like a, a schoolgirl who then like fuses with the guy. So I guess maybe they're androgynous. Either way, this like, is the most fuckable but... SMT yet. Finally. Uh... It's good to be horny for SMT again. There was Maya. Ah, but that's Persona. Persona's a different thing. Still Shin Megami Tensei. I don't know. Lilith is in all the games, but the Lilith character model is uh, very nice. (laughs) 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 Yep, that was him. No, it, it sure looks like an SMT game. It's still got the press turn battle system, yep. exploit enemy it's weaknesses. Got moon phases. Like it's, it's got moon phases. It's everything that I want from an SMT. Uh, it, it goes back to demon designs that I am way more positive on. I kind of didn't like a lot of the redesigns in 4. I like uh, um, how so, you seem to have like variants on demons, like um, the fairy Jack Frost, it shows. You know? Oh, that was, that was uh, always a thing, though. It was? Yeah, so in Nocturne, I know you haven't like really sat down and, and put a lot of time into the HD version of no. it, but that's a that's a thing too. You target a Jack Frost in that game, it will say Fairy Jack Frost. 
it oh. identifies what its demon class is. So you're not going to have like a oh, divine right. Jack okay. Frost. It's yeah. just all Jack Frost are fairy class. Right. I forgot about that. I was, yeah. That's been so. I mean, long. to be fair, I for I forgot about that too until I started playing Nocturne and was like, oh right, that's a thing that this yeah, because the they show it in not. this trailer like when they do the fusion thing, and so I thought it was like, oh, it can sort of add like prefixes or suffixes to uh, demons, but yeah, to be, yeah, to be right. fair, that would be really cool if they did yeah. that. So, um, but unfortunately, no, it's it's a established thing already. Okay. Uh, I haven't watched the trailer. I watched the gameplay treehouse thing that they did. I did not uh, watch the gameplay I do... thing. I just watched the trailer. They did a little bit of negotiations with the Mandrake, and the Mandrake uh, asked to rip off your limbs, and the dialogue options were no, and only if I can do it back to you. So, I still like the demon dialogue. It's still good in this game. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, they rolled up on a golem that was like 40 levels over them, and they got smoked by it. I don't know how much of that is just... A thing that they put in the in the demo, so it had like a a easy stop point that they can bounce off of it, or if you are able to just run into extremely high level demons in early areas. Uh, I mean that's kind of a Xenoblade thing, really. Like that's something that yeah. can happen in any of those. It wouldn't really surprise me if they sort of took elements from that, uh, especially considering sort of either. the open field area look that some of that stuff had. Yeah. Uh, there was some stuff in here that so you had predicted that maybe the the being that fuses with your character is the demi fiend because it kind of looked like it in the silhouette. Yeah, in the uh, in that early trailer, it did. Yeah, it doesn't this time, but there's stuff that does make it sound connected to Nocturne, which I don't think is actually the case. I know that a lot of these games just kind of share very similar thematic elements, but they're kind of independent from one another. But they mentioned that this world was created 18 years ago. There was already a war between demons in it, and nobody quite remembers who won. Mm. And guess what came out about 18 years ago? <laughs> yeah. What um when does four take place? Isn't I'm that not like too way sure. in the future? I think it's yeah, I think it's way, way, way after. Um, but I think it's also its own independent world. Because like the Demi Fiend shows up in Apocalypse, but I think it's just like a bonus. Yeah. Like he comes from another dimension kind of thing. And so what Nocturne also sets up though, uh Conception is the apocalyptic event in Nocturne. Conception happens in a vast number of realities constantly. And if a reality fails to, like, shape its new future, like if somebody fails to complete conception, then that world becomes a shadow world. And it will just kind of exist as this rotten, dead thing out there in the sea of other worlds. And so, like, I guess it's possible this, if you really wanted to connect it to Nocturne, maybe the ending of Nocturne is the neutral ending where you don't actually present a reason and that world just dies. This, uh... Also, everything you described there just sounded like a Grant Morrison comic. Well, I mean, <laughs> sure. That, that sounds about it's right like to me. In, but... Endless multiverses, worlds yeah. colliding. Sure. Well, because there is a... Like, your teacher gets possessed by the spirit of Aridia, which is a fictional character, and then they, they mention that, like, well, fictional characters exist in these shadow universes, and oh. since Conception failed there, they try to bleed out of those universes into other ones to try to influence those universes where Conception is still a possibility. Okay, so it is Grant Morrison comic. Great. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> That's why I bring that up. happening in here. Yeah. 
so so i don't know like it's maybe i'm just like i'm grasping at things because i really like nocturne and i would really like it a whole lot if there was like a direct sequel to nocturne but most likely oh. that's not the case i don't uh, know i mean the the mainline games usually are connected in at least some way yeah but it very tan i i don't know like i think that one and two are connected but yeah. i think that there's a clean break after two to three and then three and four aren't really connected outside of the protagonists from the other game show up but i think it's bonus content and again i think they hand wave it as other dimensions yeah, well so, yeah i i thought three referenced stuff from the first two but i never played the first two um but yeah, yeah I, I know four doesn't really begin like i figured that was like several hundred years after yeah and then the rido stuff in three is interesting because it provides like a canonical out to three huh it's it's weird so you're doing it with dante right yeah i have okay, my boy so dante rido's thing is when you get the true demon ending uh rido goes back in time and tells everybody in like you know old japan like shit's going to get fucked in a few years <laughs> so like we probably should do everything we can possibly do to make sure these specific events do not happen hey maybe dimmy fiend was really our ally the entire time like they set it up as the dimmy fiend played everybody knowing he could send Rido back in time and prevent conception huh okay so it's it's neat <laughs> it's neat how they do that it's because like dante does not get an ending he does get in kind of post credits thing in nocturne uh, no. but Rido apparently does so, like it doesn't really matter in the end smt timeline stuff is is wacky and it's not really important but it's kind of it's kind of neat too i really like that sort of you know like you said grant morrison style multiverse storytelling when done right it's very interesting yeah. and i think smt does it right um, okay um, yeah i, I want to get i want to get five i'm very positive on that game i i really like the yes. way it looks me so, too it's already um, yammer about it forever but it wasn't sure that long. Love SMT. So okay, that's it for Nintendo. Uh, uh yeah. All right, free of the so, albatross. All right, Sony. Now we don't uh, have to talk about anybody else at E3. Uh, we're all done. Uh, lean back. Sony wasn't at E3 this year. No, they weren't at E3 this year, but Microsoft was at E3 this year, and a That's lot of people right. say that conference was good, and I kind of just fall in the middle on it. It, it was okay. Yeah, yeah basically. It was fine. It... They showed some of the things they needed to show. They showed Halo. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. Uh, But Psychonauts 2, that's coming out yep. soon. Um, that is. A lot of uh... stuff coming to Game Pass, which I'm interested in playing. Uh, Back for Blood is going to be on Game Pass, which is good. Um, that other Left for Dead game, uh, that's uh, <laughs> there's so many of them yep. now. Why? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm okay I mean, with it's, it. It's it's good, yes. Yeah. But it's just funny that like all of a sudden this is a thing that everybody was just like, there should be more Left for Deads. Yeah. Um, We've been saying that for years. I know, like a decade. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, that's. Uh, remember that when they had that like computer? Would... What? Remember when they took that picture yes. at like Valve of the computer that had yes. Left 4 Dead three stuff on it? Yes. There was this hot minute where everyone was like, yes. "Oh, maybe." Yes. <laughs> I do remember, and I remember the hope that inspired within me, that then was crushed every further day when Valve decided they don't want to make games anymore. 
I mean, maybe that was the uh, turning point, like a few months after that, where people started to realize, oh, that's not actually a thing. We should make our own thing. Maybe. Or maybe they just saw the reaction to people wanting it and were like, oh, there's an audience for it. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's definitely possible. But yeah, the like retro futurist one, which has a really weird name that I can never remember and will never remember. Uh, that's that could be interesting. That's also going to be on Game Pass, so that's cool. Um, mm. uh, the the Evil Dead game, it's also a Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Um, that's coming out. Uh, is, oh, uh, the new Arcane game is kind of eh, it's more like yeah, Borderlands, sort of. I guess, actually, than oh, Left 4 Dead. Talk about talk about monkeys' paws curling. I wanted a new arcane game. Uh I no, did. no no no. <laughs> Push this finger back. No. Could be good. I don't know. And maybe. Uh I don't know. I if anybody can make a Borderlands a... style game that I would actually want to play, it would be Arcane. They had uh Oh god, why am I blanking on the name of it now? Um Redfall something too. Se- sequel to that sequel to that game that you like a whole lot. It was supposed to be like uh, the fallouts or whatever Oh, Outer Worlds Yeah, that's weird because that, yes. that, that trailer That was a, a big nothing yeah. I do not care about that at all Even though yeah. I never finished the first one either um, They didn't have any of Perfect Dark at this Nope which is not that's, really that surprising, I guess. No, but like that's kind of the thing that I really wanted to see for Microsoft. I wanted to see some gameplay of that Perfect Dark. Yes, that. Well, why don't you just watch The Sopranos, where you can see Perfect Dark Zero being played by I already AJ? Have. <laughs> I'm just waiting on you to catch up. He's I play- know all about the Perfect Dark. He's playing it with an original Xbox controller somehow. <laughs> um, it's prophetic. There's that bit where they he's knew. in the blockbuster and they have posters up for cameo. <laughs> ah, two thousand five. Cameo posters up, it's gonna date the show. <laughs> yeah, not nearly as dated as when it shows Ben Kingsley looking at uh boxes for gun and true crime New York. <laughs> Tony Hawk's American ben Wasteland. Kingsley holding up and looking at the camera going, I like gun. <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, Microsoft, I thought was like, eh, there's some stuff in here I would like to play. This is fine. Yeah. N- nothing like. Nothing super exciting though. Sure. Hey, you want to talk about something that is absolutely nothing and patently unexciting? Okay, absolutely. Cap Capcom. <laughs> Yeah, there is a there is a moment. Why, why did they you even and I bother? Were like, yeah, there was a moment where you and I were like, Capcom, surely they will have something to show. They'll have that new RE8 footage, like the, the DLC stuff. Oh, maybe they'll do a Dead Rising. There, there might be a new Devil May Cry on the way. Fucking nothing. Nope. Literally nothing. They didn't show off a single thing that wasn't already a known quantity. So they they open with Resident Evil 8, and the whole thing with Resident Evil 8 is, hey, we're going to continue to support this, which, no shit. Yeah. It performed very well. Of course they're going to continue to do stuff with it. Uh, And then they have, like, a silent screen with some text that just says, hey, we're doing DLC. Bye. (laughs) We'll talk about this some other time. (laughs) Uh. 
there's they leash in like ace attorney footage but like it's a game that has been out you could yeah. go look at footage from that game you've been able to do that for years also it's going to be out soon yeah it's an ace attorney game like if you don't know what an ace attorney game looks like at this point i don't know how to fucking help you learn how to use youtube so anyway that took up a disproportionate amount of time uh and then it was just like here's esports which is even more useless to me what's capcom doing in esports what's my dad doing in israel (laughs) (laughs) you can be objectified like that that you can be what did i learn yeah i mean did did your parents manhandle you in some way when you were younger no where's your dad my dad's in israel they never struck you or hit you in any way. Well, I mean, if I was ever bad, yeah. Okay, that, that's not, that's how you create a Sarah. Okay, parents, listen carefully. Uh, most of the parents that listen to the show are drunk and 16. Uh, so uh, they don't, there you they go. Don't listen, their listening skills aren't what they could be. But, Sarah, what's your dad doing in Israel? What's my dad doing in Israel? He's in his room. Yeah, he's in his room. I thought—I swear to God, I thought you said my dad's in Israel. You just no. had a seizure, Adam. Just, <laughs> oh I'm take care of it at the break. Okay, Adam. <laughs> I, I could see where the question would sound like it was uh, from left field. There's, there was a running theme this year, which is that most of these individual conferences just did not need to exist. They had nothing to show. They could have just been like attached onto one of the bigger boys. Like you could have done a Capcom thing attached to Microsoft and just been done with it. Yeah. Um, or instead, how about this? This radical new idea that I have for you. Don't do E3. Fucking stop it. Yeah. It doesn't need to exist anymore. Everyone already is emulating the Nintendo thing of doing their own little directs throughout the year, and has a perfectly fine way to present your games, and you're not beholden to any one specific date or venue to do it. Like, a lot of this E3 was, hey guys, we have nothing to show then fucking don't show anything don't have a presentation wait until you have games to show and do your own thing like sony is doing they also sony might have the right fucking idea with this surprisingly because they don't have the right fucking idea about anything else it's so weird though because like ubisoft had far cry 6 and they had oh a lot god of i show. forgot about ubisoft and, and instead they just did that like a week early <laughs> and yeah. then like for the actual e3 thing is like uh rabbits rabbits which actually yeah i would like to play that i like the first game but sure like this time also i like that they're switching it up like it's not just the same thing like now it's sort yeah. of a phantom brave style movement radius instead of grid based which is oh, interesting just let me stack all the rabbits on top of each other i mean probably can i don't know um Ooh, okay but now, the, there's two Switch games I want to play. But yeah, like they, tell me I could stack the rabbits. They just went ahead and put that Far Cry stuff out there, so they didn't really leave them yeah. with anything else. Like, yeah, just, just wait, <laughs> wait. What are you doing? <laughs> it was like only a week in advance. Like yeah. I just sat on it. What the fuck, man? Also, yeah. So I understand. Like, yes, it's probably a more efficient thing to just do your own directs whenever 
I like yeah. having everything like over course of a few days once a year though it's like it's an event you get to look well used to me yes, now it's, it's obviously familiar not. it's familiar and comfortable i understand but well, no, if it's going it's to just, give us I like having something like this i like having something to be excited for i'm just like oh gonna get all the hot news well, I'm a, new games. i got some bad fucking news for you pal there's nothing to get I excited know. for anymore that's what i'm saying it used to be that way and that's why yeah. you would do it all yes. in one week but but that's no. also why it doesn't need to exist. So part of the problem, though, is those directs are just like kind of cannibalizing what they would have to show at an E3 anyway. You get all these things like before you get to E3. And so now E3 is just here's everything you already know about. Yeah. So just the the method for putting this information out there has changed and it's been changed for years You're, like regardless of the fact that COVID happened and it definitely had an impact on what people had to show like e3 has become increasingly irrelevant and now it's just on a very rapid decline and just does not need to exist anymore i i kind of get the the joy of having it all as an event to look forward to but th those times are gone yeah like it just does not exist and it cannot exist a bygone they era just need to yeah we can go back and watch all those videos 599 us dollars remember <laughs> Yes. Back in the good back in and the good days, again, one million troops. I, I feel like anymore. that's something we should do. I have proposed this idea to you in the past. Uh yeah, and we, now I actually recently I saw that Digital Foundry actually has done that for a couple of them. Um, yeah, it's it's a thing that a lot of YouTube channels actually have been kind of going back and doing. But, but I'm I, I'm up for that. Maybe next maybe next week we can do that. Because then at least it will be a week out from E three. Everyone can have a a breath from seeing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Before they see what it was like back in the day where you got absolutely everything. Yeah. You got oh, to see I mean, that... Marcus Phoenix shoot the flesh cube. The. Ex oh, no. <laughs> what do you do with the flesh cube after? Oh, I'm thinking of the wound cube. Oh, yeah. okay. I could have gone in a very different direction for Marcus. Um, no, yeah. I. The, the precise moment E3 kind of fell off for me was when everyone kind of collectively realized they couldn't give shitty presentations anymore. And so they really just like found a very straightforward formula where there was minimal room for a mistake. And so you didn't get a whole bunch of like wacky E3 failure compilations anymore because there just wasn't enough content to put into anything like that. Yeah. You know, you're again, you're 599 us dollars. That stuff became part of a bygone era before we even got to this, other point where that's now a bygone era yeah yeah the, so, the days of ravi uh, ravi drums are long gone yeah pour one out for ravi drums mm -hmm. uh, so yeah the, the ubisoft thing i completely forgot about that I, there was a take two thing wasn't there oh i they forgot about like, that even show i think they just talked about like they have the avengers uh xcom game i don't know oh that's who we're forgetting to talk about is Square, even though we opened up on Final Fantasy Origins. They had a conference. <laughs> they didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah, they did. There's more DLC coming to the Avengers, and Spider-Man ain't not one of them. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man's coming to the PlayStation, everybody. It's exclusive. <laughs> Ah, come on, I don't know if people own a PlayStation 5, so they're just assuming nobody will notice. I think it's Oh, right, they came out on last-gen consoles. Yeah. Ill-advised. Yeah.
bad fucking choice there, guys. Uh, now they got that Guardians of the Galaxy game, which oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Look, poor, the Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man developers. Game, yeah, again, the monkey paw man. Multiple monkey paws lined out on the table for E3. Every one of them curling up. Uh, Look, it might be a fun game. I like the Spider-Man games that have been getting put out. I know it's not the same company, but no. like, it's also. I guess I just want to remain hopeful because, like, I wish the Deus Ex guys could make another Deus Ex, but yeah. they're not. They're now strapped to this fucking Marvel thing that is very much just trying to emulate like James Gunn humor, and I'm sure it will fail spectacularly. At yeah, that. and it's weird because the characters like Gamora and Drax look like the comic versions, basically. Yeah. Gamora especially, and then Star Lord kind of looks like off-brand movie Star Lord. He's got the really Peter odd. Parker. Marvel Spider-Man thing going on where it's like, okay, you're kind of making this look like the actor playing him in the movie, I guess. I guess so. Also um, slightly off, so you don't have to pay that actor. Also speaking of that that game, uh they showed some of that on the Nintendo conference and that was definitely not running on a Switch. Uh which mm. made me think, well, I guess the pro must be real oh, or God, they are right. just faking this um because yeah, we didn't even th- there's no that. way that's on a regular switch yeah so i guess we need to go back to nintendo for just a moment there there was of course rumors about there being a new skew of the nintendo switch that you know be a pro version of the console spit stuff out of 4k whatever uh and it seemed like kind of a layup that like e3 would be the time that they would talk about it that maybe some of these games that had gotten announced that we haven't seen anything of is because they're waiting to show it running on new nintendo switch hardware uh guess not they didn't show it or talk about it at all well i think there's truth I'm to back that to it's just that it, it was not exists. i just think the shortages and everything have affected that because i definitely Probably. think breath of the wild 2 is going to be a launch title for it yeah and so, so yeah they, they may do another direct in a few months where they finally announce that thing but it, it did feel like a really weird absence because it did seem like that would be the time to talk about it yeah, would be. So, but I, Nintendo. I I still like people it, out there going like, "Oh, it's going to be called the Super Nintendo Switch." No, it's it's going to be called the new Nintendo Switch. They've already solidified that naming scheme. They've also solidified the fact that they're bad at naming, and they will never name anything in a way that is fun or interesting. I still so. think they should call it the Switch U. Um, yes, but uh, I agree. The funniest thing to me was something you brought up with the GameStop. Ad where it's like, oh, it says new Nintendo Switch on it. I was like, that means new, like not used, because yeah. the photo just shows like a regular Switch. I was still convinced that <laughs> Nintendo's horrible naming scheme meant it would indeed be called the new Nintendo Switch because they've it done might. it before. Yeah, and that they would not change the shell at all. Like the hardware inside it would change, but they would still just make it look like a regular Nintendo Switch. Because that also seems like something Nintendo would do. To be fair, they haven't. They they've updated their shells when they update their handhelds. But I don't know. Nintendo being Nintendo, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't change it visually at all. Yeah. I can't. I mean, not that I really think about it, they would kind of have to, because like the Joy-Con drift, I think, would also be something that would really kind of force them to re-examine the controller hardware, at least, mm-hmm. just to avoid potentially getting sued again. Maybe. Like, 
maybe make those controllers better I don't know Or knowing Nintendo yeah. they would think eh, The cost of revising this isn't really worth The like the cost Definite of maybe getting sued over it Like we could handle yeah. that I don't know Yeah uh, anyway, the Guardians of the Galaxy game, like I, I know it's not going to emulate the James Gunn humor well. I just hope it at least plays good, even though I think I'm asking a bit much by that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then know. Square didn't show off like Final Fantasy 16 at all, which I think we both no. thought like surely they would show a little bit of that, or like at least you know Final Fantasy 7 Part Two would get some kind of a teaser at least. Didn't have anything with that either. Um, which, to be fair, at least with that, maybe they don't want to take attention away from Integrate, so I can kind of get them maybe not wanting to show Part 2 just yet. You know? Sure. If you can show it later, you can keep enthusiasm up for this one product. The, the more you're able to stretch news about it very thin over a long period of time. Yeah, release uh, product, re-release product, get excited for new product. Exactly. I downloaded the re-release. At least I got it for free for having the PlayStation 4 version. Yeah. Uh, it would would be nice if that Yuffie DLC is not 20 bucks, but, you know, give it yeah. enough time. Yeah. I'll hit it'll, like $7 get eventually. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's I, um, E3, so right? I, I downloaded um, Integrade and uh, resumed yeah. my game. Realize I do not doors. I do not remember how to play this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's great because I had finished like just before the end of the wall market segment, where then it dumps you into the sewer with that boss, and oh, so it's like, uh, oh, okay, like he's just jumping and doing these unblockable attacks, and I don't really know what I'm supposed to do about this. I did get it after like three or four tries, but having to remember, like, oh right, I have to switch to other characters to build their ATB gauges, and these attacks do this, oh. and also enemies take no damage until you stagger them. And all of this stuff I'm going to get back to it But the thing that's kind of been pushing me away Is the thought of having to do all 20 hours of wall market again Mm-hmm uh, I mean, if you don't, I don't care my, about my the pretty plan dresses was, You could just but I get through that pretty quick I think. pretty dresses I wanted to get all the trophies in that game Because it seemed doable But it also no. requires you to do two full runs through the game And like one run of that is enough and then like i could take a step away from it for a few months come back and do the other half so my thought process is maybe i play that next month and then closer to them releasing part two i come back play it again get that yuffie dlc and knock that all out in time to like kind of catch myself up to the second game coming out but yeah I know I got a lot of games on my shelf, which is a good thing uh, because the next two months are pretty dry for me. There's really nothing coming out that I want until August, so yeah, yeah. But then it's uh, you know, like a or not August? No, I said August because No Burn Heroes Street, and then I forgot. <laughs> uh, I changed my mind. Yeah, September's <laughs> when stuff starts yes. coming out. Yeah, September through November, there is a. It, Excuse me, at least one game per month at that point that I want to get. So, mm -hmm. um, uh, I think uh, that Sonic Colors Ultimate thing comes out in August, but I don't want to pay forty bucks for that when I know it will hit at least twenty before the end of the year. Probably Black Friday, I would guess. Sega Definitely, stuff drops pretty quick. Assume. 
Yeah, uh, that Sonic collection, I want that when that comes out, but they've not announced a release date for that. But that uh, leak that we read said that would also be August, and it would not surprise me if it was at least close to that. Is so. that um coming in a physical edition? I sure hope so. Oh, okay. I, I'm not sure. Cause like, so when Sonic Mania released, that was digital only, and they got pressured into doing a physical version, and now you can regularly find it. Yeah. on disc and so i don't know if they'll go okay well we'll do this digital only maybe down the line there will be a physical edition if demand is high for it again or if they look at mania and go oh a lot of people really wanted that on disc we should just lead with a physical version and also digital uh, or they can do the new cool thing of making it physical only and selling it in extremely limited quantities <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I love video games. It's so good for preservation. Let me tell you, that's a good. You only have five thousand copies of a game exist. It's a good scam when you want to sell a game that otherwise nobody would care about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these games were so shitty, no one wanted to make them, so we're pressing them onto discs. Yeah, and then talking about how it's good for preservation, actually. Uh huh. I had to. I legitimately had to check if that account. Uh, it's like super rare. I think is the name of it. Because they had like a font that looked similar to me to something I saw in like a limited run games product at some point. And so I had to check. I was like, I don't know if this is a parody account just like taking the piss out of a limited run or if this is like a British label now? of... That's right, I'm becoming <laughs> British. Um, I watched the Bing, Ben Kingsley episode enough times and started to imprint on it. Um, <laughs> Or if it was like this is a label of limited run, uh, but no, it's its own thing and it's completely legitimate. It's well, fucking terrible. Yeah, legitimate quote. It, sure, seems like a money laundering scam of some sort. But do they accept payment in Bitcoin? Because then they definitely are. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. God, uh, yeah, like I think even limited run games took a shot at them, which is. Very embarrassing. Mm. Talk about people who like disingenuously throw around preservation as a selling point. Uh, limited run. Anyway, limited run is releasing plumbers don't wear ties, and I think everyone who pays seventy dollars for that game should be put on a fucking list. At least that is coming out digitally too. Yes, so that is good. I a digital release of that game is fine. If you buy oh, that physically oh, for oh. the premium that they're going to charge, you are a fool. I forgot to mention from Nintendo's thing, they are re-releasing that Fatal Frame game for the Wii U. Will it have a photo mode? Yeah, of course. It's a whole game. What are you talking about? Okay. I mean like a photo yeah, mode. Yeah, I know. That would be very funny if they put in like a photo <laughs> mode into Fatal Frame. Yeah, it would. I, I understood the joke. Okay. Uh, weirdly though... That is coming out on all consoles and PC. Oh, didn't uh. mention that in the presentation, but apparently it so is. It's like a, a Monkey Ball thing re-releasing yeah. on PlayStation Five. Interested in that? I like Monkey Ball a whole lot. I think that's a new one. Oh, I, I, I thought it was like a anniversary thing. They were re-releasing the old Monkey Ball games. On, to be honest, on I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. I saw Monkey Ball. I was like, "Yep, this is Monkey Ball." And then kind of zoned out Actually that was when like you had just decided to turn your computer off And I was talking to nobody yeah. And then had to check and see Because <laughs> you're just like really mad for some reason Yeah uh, uh, 
Well, you know, you see I.I. get excited for next I.I. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't... Sega was talking about, like, oh, we need to be bringing back some of our old IPs and, like, rejuvenating them. Like, we're sitting on all this stuff. We're doing nothing that isn't Sonic and Yakuza. Like, what if Monkey Ball is the one that they finally settled on? What if we start getting new Monkey Ball games? They should do... Well, there was a new one just, like, a couple years ago. What? Yeah, oh. it was on the oh. Switch, so that's why you don't know about it. Oh well, um, there you go. Also, yeah. it had a really weird camera that, like, just looking at footage of it gave me motion sickness, which games don't do mm-hmm. usually. Um, so it definitely would have made me sick. Probably, yeah, because it's like right. it, it keeps like the ball perfectly centered, and so it just looks like oh, everything else is moving. That sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's. Real bad. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, that's a bad idea. Yeah, well, uh, I think that was E3, right? It E3 happened. Yeah. Let's check. Let's check in on Ouya. Uh, what did they do at the <laughs> Ouya conference? Did they have anything? Uh, no. Uh, oh, there was supposed to be something for the Intellivision Amico. I think that's happening today. That's so, not I'm real. Not sure. That yeah, Intellivision Amico is real. Uh, Horrified is very excited about it. Shout out to Horrified. Uh, Earthworm Jim is back. Er- they're making Earthworm Jim four. <laughs> no, he's Tom- not. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, it's there's, never happening. Uh, Tommy Tallarico is here to tell you about Earthworm Jim four. <laughs> it just gets some dude to come out. He's got like a Tommy Tallarico face mask. <laughs> he's got the, the little goatee. Uh, yes, it's me, patch, Tommy Tallarico. Yeah. Uh, Earthworm Jim 4 is definitely a thing Okay, yeah. bye <laughs> Yep Thank you, Tommy I don't <laughs> I saw that teardown of that, that uh, Intellivision thing And it I don't know There were there were things about it that seemed like it was interesting What they were doing with the hardware Like They put some thought into it How'd they do that? Because it's not also... out yet like, it, it keeps getting delayed it's supposed to be like oh, no, October I'm now, I'm, I think. I'm sorry. I'm confusing it with that Atari thing. Oh, yeah, out. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind then. Because I was going to say, I don't know why anyone would get excited for it. Because I was thinking of the Atari thing specifically, and I really don't know why anyone would get excited for that. Well, it just seems completely pointless to I act- blow all your money on that thing. I actually don't know why anyone would be excited about the Amico either. I think it's just horrified. It's like from sure. that generation that had Intellivisions back in the day, so he's like, ah, new Intellivision. Wow. Um, but he also has said just that he's just I... waiting for it to hit like $20 in like thrift shops, uh, which is if not I going were... to take long. No. If I were five years older, I would have been an Intellivision freak too. Would have happened to me. Uh, Dodged a bullet on that one. That's really grim thought. Yeah, it is. I'm going to look I, at I'm, like their um I'm pitch for the Amico. I'm glad that I was born at the specific point in time I was, where when I was a kid, I had access to an Atari 2600 and played a little bit of that Superman game, and was like, "Wow, this is fucking shit!" And I took a big drag off of my cigar, and went over and played the Nintendo. Yeah. So, um, Tommy Tellerico, president of Intellivision Entertainment, has said the games available for the Amico will be about 20% updated and reimagined versions of classic video games, 20% original new games, 20% sports and recreation, 
20% board, dice, card, word, puzzle games, and 20% educational. All so games will be both even division. All games will be both single player and multiplayer. Uh, some games will utilize motion controls via accelerometer and gyroscope, touch screen, or uh, the LEDs. Uh, okay. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Six like game, an infrared kind of thing? Uh, six games will come included with the Amico. Uh, a, an additional 29 are expected to be available at launch for a total of 35 games. Five of the six right, included... The... I'm going to tell you. Five of the okay. six included games have been announced as Skiing, Astro Smash, Shark mm. Shark, okay. Cornhole, Ooh. and Farkle. Well, everybody remembers Farkle. <laughs> With the sixth game being a party game. All right, a Lucky's Tale party game is coming out, everybody. It's going to be included for free. Why do you think it's Lucky's Tale? I don't know. I just <laughs> I joke about that because that's like the included software for the Oculus Rift. The yeah. first run of those things was fucking Lucky's Tale. This is just becoming printed on my mind as like one of those games, like Mario World and Sonic. I was in every box. Mm-hmm. You just find an, an abundance of these out in the wild now because they were so prolific. Yeah, like in the list of Amico games, you've got like Burger Time, uh, Caveman Ninja, no date for that, um, aka Joe and Mac, obviously. Um, Earthworm yeah. Gym 4, which is the date for that is 2022 slash 23. Uh, so, okay. <laughs> um, but the Frog Bog, that seems pretty good. Oh, and Frogger. Kung Fu Master, oh. uh, Load Runner, Mahjong, okay. Missile Command, uh, no. R Type. Which R Type? I don't know. Finally, I guess the first. Larry, something to be excited about. Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, well, now I take it back as being a joke and it's a real thing. I am excited. <laughs> That's listed as a quarter two of 2022. <laughs> Tron Deadly Discs. Well, sure, you, know, you wouldn't want that. There are too many butts in it. No. It's Toe Jam and Earl. There's there's two of them. They're partners, and so it'll come out the second month of the 22nd year after the new millennium. That's that right. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Anyway, that's the Intellivision Amico. It's going to be a mess. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I think for real now, that's it for E3. Yeah. Uh, at least for this year. Again, I know that, like, not to seem purely cynical about like, oh, but, yeah, it's a fucking garbage year. There's no video games. Fuck all these companies. Like, I get COVID was a thing. COVID impacted a lot of game development. There is significant hardware shortages out there right now that also impacts game development itself. Uh, still, just the, the fact that E3 is even a thing that we're trying to force into existence is ill-conceived and that there's maybe a better way to do this stuff that would at least like make it feel like these companies just don't have absolutely fucking nothing on deck. So it's, it's equal parts COVID and it's equal parts just this isn't it. They still need to retool what they're doing with this thing. It, it can't exist the way it has the last few years next year. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that means we'll be back next year for E3. <laughs> 
which will definitely continue to exist. Despite everything that I feel about it, it will continue to be a thing. Uh, Retro Corner? Retro Corner. Oh, by the way, Uh, I played Ratchet and Clank. We'll have more on that next week when you have played it, maybe. If not, Presumably, I'll just tell you more. No, we actually we actually won't because I will not have it according to Amazon for another ten days. So we will record before I have it. Well, okay. It's very cool. Uh, very cool. I don't I don't know what to do to get new games on release date anymore. I just fucking do not like Best Buy continually fucks my orders up. So that's just not viable. Like they're shipping things broken. They're shipping the wrong product. Uh, Walmart just does not carry games on release day anymore, which, like, at the start of the pandemic, I get it. At this point, I do not understand why they don't. Uh, unless it's just that, like, discs are being pressed in extremely low quantities in general, which may very well be the case. Um, I, I don't know. I've not looked into it. Uh, Amazon will not ship me new games until, like, a full two and a half weeks after release. So I think my only option left is GameStop. Uh, yeah. I think I might have to start using GameStop. Uh, maybe. I mean, you're close enough to one, right? Yeah, it's about uh, 15 minutes away. So oh, it's not no. that bad of a drive. <laughs> it's not like, again, Best Buy takes me an hour round trip, and it's just not worth it to go get one game from Best Buy at that point. Uh, at least not when they're saying that they have same-day delivery or like launch-day delivery. Like, why would I waste an hour of my time when it will just show up? Retro Corner. Uh, I played some versus games, Larry. Hitting right. brother against brother. I yeah. played uh, uh, one of these is a very bad game. And then one of them is also a very bad game. <laughs> Alright, which brothers? I played Who are the... uh, Battle Toads and oh. Double Dragon. For the sake of Genesis, uh, not that it really matters which version of that game you play, because they're all terrible. Uh, and RoboCop vs. Terminator, mm. also on the Genesis. And also, doesn't matter, they're all terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Battletoads vs. or Battletoads and Double Dragon is a, uh, a game that I played a lot team. as a... Yeah. Uh, you you I didn't even say the on... subtitle. Doesn't deserve that level of respect. They're frankly, the ultimate personal. team. You've got yeah. Rash, you've got Zitz, you've got Pimple, and you've got Bimmy and Jimmy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, shame that they're wasted on this piece of trash, but, you know, they're all here, I guess. Yeah. It's like a Smash Brothers game. You look at the roster and you're like, oh, I like all these characters. Real shame about the game, though. They should put the Battletoads in Smash. They should. They they put the battle toads inside Killer Instinct. Yeah. Like they make more probably, sense for Smash than a lot of things in there. Battle toads are probably at their best in Killer Instinct. Yeah. I'm trying to think about the battle toads games I actually like. There's probably none. I like the concept of battle toads. It's just every game battle toads are in is terrible. That new one is much uh, better than it should be. So you say, I cannot get past the art style, but we've already been down this road. Yeah. Uh, Battletoads and Double Dragon is a game I played a lot as a kid. Uh, my neighbor uh, friend had it, and uh, we, we played it all the time, and we never got very far in it. I think we beat maybe the first two levels, and then after that we couldn't get any further into the game. Uh, I decided to bring over Danny, uh, a fellow who I mention a lot on this podcast we've never had on, probably never will. He's been on the uh, E3 stuff. 
He's been on the three stuff way back when. He's been on some of the golden uh, gizmos things that yeah. we've done. Um, but I pulled Danny over. This is the first time I've had somebody in my apartment since the pandemic began, uh, fully vaccinated, and decided that the best way to celebrate re- the return to normalcy <laughs> was to play Battletoads and Double Dragon for the goddamn Sega Genesis. It was terrible. We got to the third level, and then we couldn't get any further. The passage of time has not made me any better at this infernal video game. Uh, we did eventually manage to beat it, but it was just a really agonizing experience. Like, the, the hit detection just kind of has this off feeling to it. The characters just feel like there's a certain level of imprecision in how there's they control. Like, yeah, there's a huge input delay, too. There is. It, it just because does like, not control smoothly. When, when you mentioned this, I fired it up in emulator and was like, oh, is there something wrong? Like with this emulator, it's like it no, did not feel right. Game. And then I loaded up another game. It's like, oh, this is fine. So yeah, it, yeah. it's it's that game. Uh, the best part about we... that is that it plays like a knockoff version of Girls on Film uh, in the intro <laughs> by Duran Duran. <laughs> yes, um, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to, <laughs> to mention that. Um, yeah, it it just. It, it it looks like crap, it plays like crap, it sounds like crap, with exclusion to the Girls on Film thing, which Girls on Film is a lovely song and any kind of rendition of it I'm for. But yeah. it's just it's just not good. I, I really don't know what else to say about this game other than it's just not good. And it shouldn't be that surprising. Battletoads and Battle Maniacs is also not good. The original Battletoads, not fucking good, that game. Like, every Battletoads I've ever played is not good. And this did not change my opinion. I, I was fond of this, or nostalgic for it, rather, because I did play it a lot as a kid. Uh, and I, I guess it maybe fell into that category of games that I played back then, never beat, and refused to defeat me. So I had to go back and finish them up now. Yeah. Uh, it was not worth the time. By the way, apologies to the listener for why George sounds like slightly robotic. I think uh, his computer, like, Determined he was going to start talking about battle toads and wanted to shut him down. <laughs> it's trying to censor him, basically. Uh, I had uh, reset stuff to try to fix it, and it's a little better now. But I don't know. But just I don't know how to fix this. But why he's, don't I? Why don't I restart Steam? No, it's fine. Just go. Okay. You're audible. Right. It, it's just like there's sort of a weird okay. filterish kind of sound. Anyway, battle toads. It just it's it's not. It's not good. Don't don't play this game. Uh, we finally beat it. We had to end up using like some levels. Now you sound fine, by the way. <laughs> so All right. I guess like explaining that fix. I don't know. <laughs> the internet is a mystery. Oh boy, yeah. Um, the other game I played was RoboCop vs Terminator, which you are more familiar with. I can't remember if you suggested I play this game, and this was all a hilarious no, joke on not. your part. Okay. Because I, I would not recommend anybody that. play that. I think I you were just looking at a list of games. Down the list. Yeah, yeah, and I saw, oh, this game is RoboCop vs. Terminator. That's badass. Uh, no, it's not. It's terrible. No, there's never a been a good levels... RoboCop game. It's, that's it, a tragedy. It's, it's deceptive uh, because it is like actually kind of a good game for the first couple of levels. Like, it's great when you're just, like, RoboCop and you're just trucking down the street and you're blasting hookers. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but then you go to Terminator times, and the game goes to complete shit. It's just not fun anymore. The Terminators are like complete bullet sponges, which like I, I get it, of course they would be, but they end up doing a disproportionate amount of damage to you, and you do very little to them. And so a lot of the game is just kind of like limping along with no health and just dreading the fact that an enemy might be in front of you, and the checkpoint is way the fuck away. So it's just... I didn't like it. It it the the jumping again, like just movement and everything, and it just kind of felt off and weird and kind of clunky. And it, I guess that's also a thing to try yeah. to make it feel like you're playing as RoboCop. RoboCop but... don't jump. There was a no, movie, Robocop but Ro- RoboCops jump. can't jump. Yeah, it's Woody Harrelson. But he's got to jump in the video game. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, Woody Harrelson playing RoboCop would be great. Would he's got the jaw for it? Yeah. I bet you did, Woody Harrelson has never even heard of RoboCop. Did you? Oh, I bet he has. I bet he loves it. No. Have, have, you, have seen, you ever, like, you go first. I was going to say, have you seen the pictures of him as Carnage from Venom 2? Yes. And yeah. He doesn't have the crazy Ronald McDonald hair anymore yeah. from the end of one. It's, yeah. That's messed up. Anyway, what? Bummer. Uh, have you ever read any of, like, Woody Harrelson's Ask Me Anythings or, like, anything <laughs> about Woody Harrelson just outside of him acting? Yeah, he wants to tell you about Rampart. Okay, because the thing with Woody Harrelson seems like he very rarely interacts with the world around him. Maybe. So he just has, like, he has a child's mind of everything. He, like, if you t- explain things to him, it's like he's hearing it for the first time. Which is why I think he might not know RoboCop exists. Someone tries to talk to him about RoboCop It's just that fudge of him at that tennis open Or whatever where he's just like wiggling his tongue Around <laughs> He would Based on that ask me anything he would try to just move away From the subject and talk about whatever he's promoting At that point in time that's all what he Like he's just got this real one track mind I believe that whole thing uh, was like some publicist Was just like right there like You need to stay on topic uh, Possibly but You know he opened that oxygen Bar in Vegas, yeah, just I mean, you know, huffing it out of a tank. So well, Woody like, Harrelson. I feel like if anything, he would just try to direct all subjects to weed. That's that's a good point. Weed and now you see me are like the two things Woody <laughs> yeah. Harrelson would like to talk to you about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So both these games garbage. How did they E3, make a sequel garbage. to Now You See Me? And it wasn't called Now You Don't. That's what everyone always asks. I don't know. It's like, so I, stupid. I know it. Yeah, that's like an old thing. But like every time I think about that movie, I just think about that. Yeah, it's an, it's mildly infuriating because it just seems like a really easy look. A lot of people complain about how hard it is to name things. Yeah, that's that's a layup. Yeah, it's like um, that, one, that one's free of charge. Just use it. Yeah, it, it's like when they made Total War Warhammer. They didn't just call it Total Warhammer. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's even worse, frankly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I'd like to rate these games based on uh, E3 conferences from the year 2021. Okay. Uh, Battletoads versus Double Dragon, or Battletoads and Double Dragon, rather, I think is a, the a real team. square Enix. It's got that dumb energy to it, but is ultimately unfulfilling. Uh, and just kind of go back to that for a moment I love that the Warriors of Light are now They've been subjected to himbofication mm-hmm. Like all that stuff is great Tetsuya Nomura Is associated with this game uh, Which upsets Tetsuya on Twitter Because there can only be one Tetsuya <laughs> uh, I Tetsuya don't know if you 45? saw that thing No I didn't Yeah, He was, he was very upset Because uh, he was like I saw people talk about Tetsuya But it's 
fucking Tetsuya Nomura. Last thing I saw from Tetsuya was him saying, I try to log into Final Fantasy fourteen and they said that I don't have an account because I haven't been paying it. That's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tetsuya continues to be the best. Yeah. I explained to him that there's 45 Tetsuyas, and he has to climb the ranks and become number one, the boss of the Tetsuyas. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's a big fan of uh, Seijin Suzuki and Branded to Kill, so he would definitely understand that. I don't know, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he likes No More Heroes, so he would just think think you're talking about that. Yeah. Possibly. Anyway, uh, Square Enix is the rating that I'm giving Battletoads and Double Dragon, and then my rating for Robocop vs. Terminator is uh, a Nintendo, because it's everything that I love, packaged in a way that I find completely abominable. Yeah. I would like to say, there was a thing going around on Twitter recently. It was like, uh, pick one yeah. of these to protect you. And it was like, Sarah Connor, uh, Ripley, Black Widow, and... Um, Alice from Resident Evil movies Everybody was saying Sarah Connor But I feel like if you don't pick Alice You're stupid Yeah Alice is like She's a, like she's literally like super powered yeah. yeah I don't think that like Sarah Connor Connor can do as many consecutive Backflips as Alice Exactly She Like Sarah Connor is very cool uh, And is good at exploding Terminators and everything But I don't think she could handle like as many B.O.W.'s as Alice could Oh, definitely not. I mean, she got put in a fucking grave by the third movie. What the fuck's up with that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. They brought her back to life and erased the third one. <laughs> yeah, well, they're like clones or something, I think. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Sarah Connor. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Although a clone of Sarah Connor would be a pretty good twist. I mean, they also did kill uh, off Alice, though, and then just brought her they, back. Yeah. So, yeah. either way. Know, whatever. All right, well, that's uh, that's it for the podcast, I guess. Uh, next week, Gabagool. Uh, yeah, Larry go back in the Gabagool. I did finish part one, season six. So uh, by next week, I'll be halfway that's... through part two. Well, that's Gabagood. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Gabba Gabba Gabba. No, that's Gab- racist. Gabba Gabba dinosaurs. Goo goo Gabba Gabba Gabagool. Right? Is that what you're trying to do? No, goodbye dinosaurs. Just goodbye dinosaurs.
This feels like Tekken. No, it's Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 